So if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. I'm encouraging all of you to start your own podcast using Anchor today. Hello, hello. Um, It's me, Christina. I wanted to take some time and have some testimony Wednesday because I keep hearing how um, our stories can be a bridge that helps bring other people over. And for a long time, I think I was very confused with, confused and ashamed and upset with things that had happened to me that God has really walked me through. So I've shared some of my testimony with many of you for a long time. Um, But... I've just been reviewing it and revisiting it and seeing things more and more. And I feel like God is putting a lot more clarity and focus on, you know, what I actually walk through and how my story can hopefully be a bridge to bring people over. So, and I was 25 years old when I met um, my ex-husband now. And I had no concept, I have to be honest, of of just dating and red flags and, and, you know, what to be concerned about. You know, I was 25, which was old enough to know better, but, you know, I was a single woman. I was trying to model in New York. You know, I was partying and living it up. And thank you, God, for, you know, saving me and redeeming me. But long story short, you know, I met him on a train. Um, You know, things begin to happen. We went on a date. You know, we went into a relationship it went from zero to ten really quickly went into a relationship um you know an intimate relationship I became pregnant with my son um shortly after very shortly after that I think I met him in June by July I had become pregnant by August I had become pregnant with my son and we actually had this huge falling out you know which was probably the first red flag which was that you know he became verbally abusive and verbally aggressive with me and making threats and things of that nature. So I ended up calling the police on him, put a protective order against him. We had no contact. August, I find out I'm pregnant. By September, you know, we're contacting him again, letting him know that I am with child. And the story just kind of took off from there. So, um, yeah, so that was the first sign. So the one thing I would say to anyone is if someone is not able to manage their anger, you know, to run and run quickly, run very quickly, um, because that person has things, inner inner things that they need to work on for their own selves. You know, one, how to manage anger, how to cope with things. Maybe they're, you know, had I not known that this person was dealing with trauma and things of that nature. But I would just say run and run quickly. And the second thing I think I learned from this and what, you know, I'm not regretful of my, my children at all. But just, you know, if you're going to go and enter into marriage or anything, any sort of relationship with anyone, just know that person. Know that person and think about your future and what that will look like. And, you know, I think I was so focused on trying to create the family system that I had grown up in because I grew up with a mom and a dad that I was willing to, you know, be emotionally and mentally, thank God not physically, but abused by someone for years. And it really took a toll on my self-esteem and on, on me as a person. And, you know, just to fast forward, so, you know, I had my son things did not necessarily change they got a little bit better we tried the relationship again it was probably every two days we were fighting we were arguing 
you know, he was verbally aggressive. I was becoming someone I, I didn't even know who I was. You know, part of that was because of pregnancy, but part of that was just because this was not the person that God intended for me to be with. It wasn't, you know, this was not the right soul type for me. Um, and I continued and continued just because, you know, I wanted to create this sort of family system. And then in 2014, he asked me to to marry him. And I'm like, okay, you know, or 2000, I'm sorry, not 2014, probably 2013. He asked me to marry him me being who I am and just thinking, you know, you have a child by the person, you know, you have a child by this man, you're trying to create a family. Maybe you can fit God into this. Okay, I'll marry you. And it just, it was awful from there. You know, probably the wedding night, we fought up until we got married. I found out that he had fathered a child while I was pregnant. Um, He said that we were on a break. It didn't matter. He wasn't honest or forthcoming with that information, which he should have been. And I could have made um, a more informed decision for myself. So I found that out which in and of itself had devastated me. My self-esteem had shot to the ground by that time. And, you know, it was just bad all the way, all the way around. So we turn around, we get married. By this time, I think I'm 27. Um, marriage was awful, you know, it was even worse. It was still a lot of emotional and mental abuse I will say you know verbal abuse and verbal aggression on both ends because I always felt like I was trying to defend myself or protect myself or prepare myself for the next attack that was going to come to me which when you're living in that it just changes you like it changes who you are it changes your projection on life it changes you it hardens you it hardened my heart I have to be honest it hardened my heart Um, and I was angry just all the time So, you know, probably the day after we got married, it was another fight. And then this is someone who wanted to run in and out as he pleased, Um, you know, would spark fights so that he didn't have to to stay at the house. This was not anyone who had ever even gone 50-50 with me. This is me carrying an entire household by myself, me taking care of my son by myself, him doing absolutely nothing for me but taking, 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 taking. And then I became pregnant with my daughter. And I swear he started a fight the day that I told him I was pregnant and took off um, to go live with his family member after that. So I went and I filed for divorce. And then, you know, family, I think being family and, and, you know, Jesus will change it. You're in your marriage. And I get it. I understand it. God hates divorce. You know, stay with him. The one thing you don't want to do is marry him, is divorce him. So I was trying to stick it out for my children, stick it out, praying and hoping that things would change. And this was just this whole cycle, literally for 10 years of my life. 10 years of my life, this very vicious cycle. When I put things in in retrospect, I have to say, you know, I honestly don't believe that that was the person God intended for me to marry. I think I went into that marriage, not I think, I know that I went into that marriage on my own, independent of God. Lots of red flags telling me not to do it. I went through with it anyway. And I thank God for his grace to help me through the 10 years that I was, or through the the probably I think four years I was married to him I did eventually get divorced but the four years that I was married to him I thank God for his grace because he really kept me and protected me during that time period Um, but the enemy really worked on me I mean he worked on my self-esteem it was shot to the ground I had lost myself completely in in this land I didn't know who I was anymore I was broken I was hurt I was angry I was fragile I was 28 years old trying to raise two children on my own just continue to run to God I continue to run to him like the one thing I will say is 
I've have I have always been someone who's had this relationship with God. And instead of running away from him, I can honestly say, like, I really begin to just run towards him, run towards him, run towards him. And that's what I want to encourage all of you to know today is God is a breath away. He's always there with us. And what I can honestly let you know is there was never a moment where I felt like I was in something by myself. Never a moment where I felt like I was in something by myself. Ever, which when I think about it, it's mind-blowing. Because I'm like, God, that could have gone so many different ways. I could have contemplated suicide, hurting myself, hurting someone. But God, you kept me. You kept my mind. You kept me still. And I've seen your hand, you know, out and outside of looking at I watched your hand cover my life, you know, during that time period. I really began to, to grow in God. And I really just kind of developed this hunger for him. And just begin chasing him. And I think that's also something that pulled us away. Was I begin to chase God. You know, the things that you chase when you're 24 and 25 are not the same things that you're chasing when you're, you know, now a mom. And God is blessing your career. And he's blessing you in so many other ways. And I begin to chase God. And that, you know, you're not the person you used to be. No, I'm not. I got older. But I've also been through some stuff. And God has been with me. And I'm not going to turn my back on him. So, you know, we divorced in 2018, and I have to be honest, again, me being disobedient to God, me still wanting to try and create this family system with this individual, you know, still trying to step in and step out and be with him and, and, you know, oh, for the kids I'm trying to do. And I'm just like, but God kept me. He kept me so much during that time period. And what I can honestly say is in 2020, I started going to therapy I really feel like God put it on my heart like you need to get whole you need to get back to who I've called you to be that person that you were and what you walked away from and you detached yourself from that I've taken away from you like you need to find your own wholeness like you have to find wholeness because you're never going back to that woman that you were and God spoke that to me and he meant that thing so I went to therapy I found an amazing therapist you know and our whole goal was just to answer on me and self-love and not even redefining myself but finding myself because I had become so lost like Satan had worked on me so much I was lost I had no idea where I was who I was I just knew that I was chasing God that I was holding on by a thread I had two children to raise God was still blessing me during this time but I had lost myself and the woman that you see before you hear before you today is a product of God's faithfulness, God's love, God's promises to me and to you that he'll never leave us, he'll never forsake us, that he loves us more than an everlasting love, that he has a plan for our life, that we will overcome, you know, that the enemy, though he may form that weapon, it will not prosper. That is this woman who's talking to you today. And I'm so thankful to God. I love God now more than I think I ever have in my life. I have a deeper relationship with God more than I ever have in my life and I'm standing on God's promises because what I learned during that time is that my validation doesn't come from a man. It doesn't come from a person. It doesn't come from family or friends. My validation, who I am, is cemented in what Jesus Christ did on the cross that day. He loves me. He laid down his life for me. God gave his only begotten son for me. And it's finished. It's done. And I just want to encourage all of you today who might be fighting demons, who may be inside of, honestly, I was with someone who had narcissistic personality disorder. If you're with someone like that, you know, don't lose yourself. Just continue to chase God. 
and continue to understand that those things are that person's problem and you will overcome it. That was a strong, strong fight that I had. That was a huge soul tie that I had that was detrimental to me. And had God had not kept me his daughter, and that's how I know that God has a mission for me, because he kept me. He kept my mind when I didn't think I would make it. He kept my emotions. He kept my health. He kept me here. When I wanted to give up so many times, he kept me. And I don't think you all know how much that means that my father kept me because he has a plan for me. And if God is keeping you right now, if you're going through whatever it is you're going through and God is keeping you, it's because he has a plan for you. So you got to flip that thing that the enemy is trying to do and make you think you'll never get past this. You'll never be worth anything. God doesn't love you. You've created too much of a mistake. You went your own way. He doesn't love you. He doesn't appreciate. No, no, no. No, no, no. God has a plan for you. God loves you more. He loves you more than anything. And I want to encourage all of you today, no matter where you are, no matter what you've done, look up. Look up to where your help comes from. Get your eyes out of the situation. Get your eyes out of where you've been in the past. And begin to manifest your future. But that starts by looking up and saying, God, what do you want from me? And it starts by confessing, God, I made some sins. God, I went my own way. God, I've fallen short, God. But you've been with me this entire time and you've waited for me to come to you and say, God, I need you. You've waited for me to surrender. Is God asking you to surrender today? Is is that what he's doing? Is he saying, just surrender? Just, Just stop trying to change your own thing. Just stop thinking that you've come so far out of my plan that you can't come back to me. I'm your father and you can always come back to me. You can always come back to me. I'm never gonna shut you out. I'm never going to tell you no. I'm waiting for you. And God waited for me. He was patient with that thing. He was patient. Even up until last year, God was patient with me. Do you know that the person who stands before you today is whole, is happy, is clean, is filled with a spirit of happiness and of joy, has watched God bless her over and abundantly and my children over and abundantly. He is King of kings and Lord of lords. And if you partner with him, if you trust him, if you say, God, I've fallen short, but I give my life to you and I'm not going any other way but the way that you tell me to go, God is looking for us to change our heart posture, to change our heart posture to him, to him. He wants all of you, all the good, all the bad, all the ugly, because he's there with us. Why are we hiding? And he wants all of you. There's nothing we can do that will separate us from the love of him, from his love. There's nothing we can do. There's nothing we can do. So I just want to encourage all of you today, no matter what it is, just walk back to him. You're not too filthy. You're not too far out of where you thought you were supposed to be. Your time is not up. You didn't mess up the plan. God's time is not our time. God knows all things. And he's just waiting. He's waiting to bless us. I'm living proof of it. I'm living proof that you will. So if I can be a bridge to someone who needs to know that they will overcome, that they can get out of that thing, that God forgives, that God is faithful, then I want to be. I hope all of you feel so blessed by my testimony. And until we meet next time, bye.